It was in case since last year. Happy New Year, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you ready? Happy New Year. Yeah. Hey, welcome to Snacktown. This is Justin. And I'm Andy. <laughs> and it's Dan. No, okay. And? Katie. Katie. And this is Halloween. Kind of. Part two. Kind of, though. Part one was a year ago. <laughs> now, so we have to figure out, are we doing Halloween or are we doing Day of the Dead or are we kind of splitting it and doing a little this and a little bit of that? Maybe a little bit of food. <laughs> no, I mean it's Halloween tomorrow. If you're listening to this day of, yes, and it's going to be day one of Day of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Yes, and so that's what we're focusing on today. Yeah, but let's focus on a couple of snackies first. Yeah, uh, and by snacks, I mean drinks as well. So yeah, let's take a sip first before it gets too warm. Yeah, and then we'll talk about this and what we're all wearing. And mm. needs an ice cube. Yeah, good night. Sounds, sounds like a hit from Katie. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that, Katie? Um, it's very interesting <laughs> tasting. So we're playing trick or treat. Which one was that for you? Trick. <laughs> that was a trick. It, hmm? This we made these like ten minutes ago and they're supposed to be cold. D- does everyone want a nice cube? I'll take a nice cube. Okay. Really am turning into quite a glass <laughs> man. <laughs> nice. So Andy did not grab an ice, he grabbed an iceberg. Yes. And you want a little drink with your ice? All right. So. Okay. This is uh, the latest we've ever recorded. Yeah. This is like the nighttime. It's past Andy's bedtime. Let's put it. (laughs) It really is. It really is. I really felt like I was really going out uh, on a night on the town at 8 p.m. And I was like, (laughs) man, I'm really doing it. I was like finger gunsing everyone like on the road. And then I was like, maybe I shouldn't really just be finger gunsing people on the the road. (laughs) Yeah. A little sketchy. So, Katie, you don't like this. Do you like tequila? Yes. Do you like smoky? That's the flavor I'm getting. Now that you've said that, I'm like, what is going on here? See, I think people get, like, if you have a drink and you're just like, here's the drink, and then you're just weirded out by it when you're thinking and expecting tequila and you get, like, that smoke. Mm -hmm. So, So, but now I'm more, it is now that I know what it is, and that's a weird mind thing. Yeah. So, (laughs) we're focusing on Day of the Dead this episode, Mm -hmm. and we'll get into that in a little bit. But to start things off, we're having a mezcal pineapple sour. And so mezcal is an alcoholic beverage made from any type of agave. The word mezcal comes from oh, great. <laughs> Never gonna be able to say these. No, we're gonna have to, bud. Perhaps yep. you're Spanish. Yeah, but it's gonna get worse. Nautel Mexicali, which means oven cooked agave from metal or excali. Agaves or magueys are found mainly in many parts of Mexico and south to the equator, though most mezcal is made in Oaxaca. Is that right? Here's, here's that's going to come up a lot because that's where a lot of this originates from. Right, so we a, should find out what, how to pronounce. Is it Oaxaca? Oaxaca. Oh! oh! Let me read the rest. Wow. Katie, are you going to be on our Patreon show? Oh my God. Where we learn language? I would love that. Would you actually. really? She's like, you guys aren't right. <laughs> so, real quick. I'm, yeah, go ahead. We are dressed up, and I'm pretty happy because Andy knew who I was right away. Easily. I guess it's pretty iconic. I would say for our subset alternative white guys that grew up in like the early 2000s. I'd say if you're in your 30s, you would know who it is. Katie didn't. But now I do. But now she does. So I am, made me watch I am it. Donnie Darko. Spe- you know, you got to talk uh, about the specific costume. Yeah. I am right. wearing the skeleton suit, gray hoodie. <laughs> I could have just worn like a t-shirt and jeans and been like, I'm Donnie Darko too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Um, We're all Donnie Dark. Yeah, I mean, like... But Andy walked in know. and just, you like... You haven't seen the sequels. You, you walked in and took a double take and just paused, and you're like, are you Donnie Darko? Mm-hmm. I'm like, sweet. Should we all go around and say what we are? Yeah. So, Andy? I'm a serial killer. Um, I'm wearing, like, my coveralls from the winter. Uh, and then I've got a knife uh, through a cereal box. Raisin Bran, specifically. Uh, and then, Katie, what are you? I'm just a deer. So Katie texted me. You are a deer. Katie texted me earlier and said, vampire or deer? (laughs) And I said, those are very different. And she said, exactly. And I said, I'm leaning towards deer just because I'm curious. Well, really what happened was I didn't go for the vampire look because I lost my good teeth. She's got more than one set. Yes. So what we're drinking here is a mezcal pineapple sour. I so really like it. It's got some mezcal in there, mm-hmm. which basically is kind of like smoked tequila. Mm-hmm. It's made out of the same thing. It's just smoked. Kind of like your the agave scotch type is whiskey. smoked. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so you, we've got some mezcal in here. We've got some pineapple, some yeah. lime juice, mm. some agave syrup. Yes. And then we have, me and Katie have an egg white in here. Right, not me. Make it a little frothy with some Angostura bitters on top. If I put yeah. egg whites in there, that would really enhance the chaos of the <laughs> Halloween theme. <laughs> a whole new wave of horrors for yeah. you later. And he's yeah. a serial killer of himself. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you couldn't be a serial killer. There would be only one kill. Unless you're your uh, last kill. Yeah, yeah. It was like the last. Could you kill yourself with the same method that you killed everyone? And like, uh, It'd be kind of like a Jonestown really situation. I guess Jonestown? You, you couldn't do like a mutilation killing because you couldn't do that to mm-hmm. yourself. Uh, you can. Actually, can I tell you about what I was going to be for Halloween? Actually. <laughs> so I've got, you know, we were just talking about climbing a little bit. And I've got all my climbing gear. And I, I, I like to talk about climbing as much as CrossFitters like to talk about CrossFit. Let's be real. So I was going to be, remember this, remember like the guy that like had to saw off oh, yeah. his appendage? 128 well, hours or whatever that yeah. was. I thought he was only sawing off like a finger. So I was going to come with like a hot dog and, <laughs> and like climbing gear and kind of like cut it off while it was here. <laughs> And then Callan was like, no, he like sawed off like his arm. I'm like, Did you see the movie? <laughs> no, because if I had seen the movie, I probably would have been like, hot dog's not enough. Yeah. <laughs> and so Callan was like, no, he did like his whole arm. I'm like, we don't have a hot dog big Ooh. enough for that. Spoiler alert for anyone that really wanted to watch Ooh, the movie. Yeah, I think it's so, a true story. It was in the news. It's not, like a, it's not like you're ruining like the end of seven. But man, that made me cringe. Yeah. yeah. There's a part, well, when he's cutting off his arm, but. Spoilers. Um, but when he reattaches it later through robotics, it's it's a that's they a twist. did not do that. No, <laughs> oh. so this is pretty good. Yeah, this is very good. I like it. So this mezcal, we're drinking the brand Illegal. So the story behind it is the guy uh, smuggled a lot of this mezcal out of Oaxaca, and he dressed up as like a priest a lot, and he would take like two hour bus rides just taking mezcal out of Justin. This isn't Oaxaca. Real. This is a Quentin Tarantino movie. (laughs) (laughs) Why would you admit to that? How can you build a brand off of that? Is this an old brand? No. So he's like, oh, in 2006. In 2006, he did. In the back of a Guatemalan bar in 2006, launched in the U.S. in 2010. Illegal Mezcal is produced. It's produced in Oaxaca. It was launched in a Guatemalan bar called Cafe Nose as the pet project of American expatriate John Rexer. At one point, it wasn't exactly legal when bar owner and future illegal Mezcal founder John Rexer decided he wanted to sell Mezcal in his Antigua Guatemalan bar. Mezcal was not yet a legal export. So he creatively transported, in quotes, Mezcal to Cafe Nose, accidentally making it the first Mezcal bar outside of Mexico. He smuggled That's Mezcal across the border via day-and-a-half-long bus trips, stuff, stuffing them in duffel bags. And he would fill gas cans full of it. Oh, wow. <laughs> 
<laughs> See, that's the taste. That's the taste. Mm, that that's tasting. what I'm. Yeah, it's the gasoline. I knew something was just. A He's like, off. I don't even have to smoke it. It already has a smoking flavor. <laughs> yeah, that's the burning. Someone's drinking it and they're like, "Wow, this hits hard fast." Well, that's the gasoline. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the burning of your esophagus. That's yeah. normal. But I guess illegal, they give to a lot of like social justice programs because oh, they cool. are higher, like a huge range of people from different countries and ethnic backgrounds and races. So, yeah. I really I really like this. I mean, I like kind of a tropical sort of drink. I know this isn't like necessarily tropical, but like a warm weather drink mm-hmm. that has pineapple juice in it. So like, this is supposed to be garnished with an edible flower. And Katie knew exactly what that was. An orchid. What was it? An orchid. Well, that was oh. my guess. And he said, yes. It looked like an orchid in the picture. <laughs> Nice. Don't just be out there eating orchids, though. It's Are expensive bad snack. Orchids? I have no idea. Bad mother orchid. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, let's eat this before it gets too melty, and then we'll mm-hmm. talk. It's very melty at this point. But I think this kind of launches us <gasps> into Day of the Dead. Yeah, so this right? is going to be our first Day of the Dead real treat. This is called Ooh. calabaza yes. and tacha. And this is candied pumpkin. Hmm. So, Kellen made, Kellen made this. She didn't use... I, I think there is like a very specific pumpkin that they use. And I mean, Kalen used essentially like a, a cooking pumpkin or baking pumpkin or so. So typically they'll use like a West Indian pumpkin for the calabaza, but the recipe, and this was a recipe from you, it's not just, you know, when I, when I think of like a squash or when I think of like something like that, that's candied and like tastes really good. I think of acorn squash in the fall with, you're making a yucky face. Justin's doing it. You don't like squash? How'd you, look, how'd you eat this? Did you like this? That's pretty good actually. So, it's not too sweet. But Justin makes a yucky face, as we know, like from the pie episode and many other episodes. It's just the texture. Squash. You know, it's I wake just... up at night from nightmares of squash, <laughs> just drowning in pools of squash. And for some reason, I'm there. Yeah, just laughing. On the top bunk. No, I, and I, I kind of like put, put, put my head down and I'm just like, is it the squash again? And you're like, <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, this has, separate from... Uh, from like a, like an allspice or cinnamon, you know, or, or like just like a honey, brown sugar, like squash, like acorn squash. Um, this has orange zest in it, which I think is like the big that that's like the big hook for this, right? Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't. Did you guys taste the orange zest at all? Or? Not really. Give it another little whirl there. No, 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 no orange zest. Not Try really. Get... We're eating it with a little bit of vanilla ice cream. It tastes like a creamsicle because there's so much orange packed in here. Yeah, I do taste a little bit of orange. If you got like a, this is really good. Actually. Yeah, if you get like some of like the surface portions of it, I, I think it's definitely. a little So you more also orange. mean it with what we what is mm. we think is pronounced pioncillo, correct? I think it's piloncillo. Do you want to say say what? Well, it is? you can say what it is. No, well, you say what it's it is. It's basically sugar cane, right? Like unrefined sugar cane. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like unrefined sugar. Mm-hmm. It um, comes as a brick. What do you think of it, Katie? I think it's delicious. Are you a pumpkin? <laughs> Eater, pumpkin pie eater, like pumpkin um, pie, pumpkin spice. Are you, you a like Peter, Peter basic... pumpkin eater? Hmm? Yeah. You are. I like pumpkin pie. How does this compare to pumpkin pie, do you guys think? I think I like this better. Mm-hmm. It It's not as sweet. Yeah. Like you still get like the real pumpkin flavor. Mm-hmm. It definitely doesn't taste like artificial pumpkin. Right. Which obviously you're eating a real pumpkin, so <laughs> <laughs> it's not like pumpkin That's filling good. or... You know, when you eat a lot of pumpkin spiced or pumpkin flavor things, it's like, Ooh. it's like that. Yeah, like it doesn't have that pump. It doesn't have a yeah. pumpkin pie spice to it. It's kind of like, like we've talked about artificial flavors. <laughs> watermelon. There's watermelon, and then there's watermelon flavor, and watermelon flavor is very distinct and doesn't taste that much like watermelon. I feel right. like artificial pumpkin has like its own flavor, different from like real yeah. pumpkin. Can we talk about the pumpkin? Well, let's first let's talk a little bit about this. Yeah. So. so 
Calabaza and tacha is a pre-Hispanic dessert traditionally prepared as an offering to our deceased ancestors for Dia de los Muertos. Originally, the Mayans cooked the squash in a fire pit oven with honey. Mm. Following the introduction of sugarcane in the New World, raw sugar, we know as piloncillo, was made by concentrating sugarcane juice and cauldrons in a very large oven. One of those cauldrons was known as a tacha, and the calabaza was cooked here in piloncillo syrup. Very nice. Do you know where pumpkins come from? The ground. The ground. No. If where you, they where they ori- are the place of the place of origin, if you will. The ground. Did you say? I that? just said. <laughs> I was looking at something. <laughs> <laughs> We're both just like it's the ground. Is this a running joke? <laughs> what is the ground? Uh, you wagered a thousand dollars. Soil. The grocery store. Mexico. Pumpkins wow. are from Mexico. That's crazy. Yeah. That seems like a very small place for a species of food to originate from. You know what I mean? Why? Like, I would say, like, South America. Mexico's huge. Yeah. And also, Mexico's part of North America. No, I know. I'm just saying, Mexico's like... Mexico's part of North America. I know that. I'm just saying, like, an, um, like a continent. Like, this area, yeah. instead of, like, one right. single country was... I mean, I would say maybe it kind of dips up into Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, Mexico. Just That's Mexico. That's interesting. That's cool. Because yeah, when I think of Mexican food, I don't you think, think of, of pumpkins. I don't think of pumpkins at all. You don't think of pumpkin? Me neither, honestly. I'll really take don't. the bean and pumpkin burrito. Sounds good. That it sounds could be pretty so good. good. Yeah. yeah, we could probably get into that. Well, we'll be right back. We're going to have some <laughs> bean and pumpkin burritos. Earlier, Andy spilled green beans on my floor. And do you want to say why you couldn't pick them up, Justin? So this, <laughs> and this, Katie had why to come I to the rescue. This costume, for one, it's very hot. It's not breathable at all. And this... October day was in the 80s, which is kind of crazy. And it's very small, which means once I put it in, I can't bend <laughs> unless I rip rip it. I should have let you try. <laughs> You're yeah, going to hear like it wasn't that classic work. cartoon rip in the butt. <laughs> I, th- I think we'd already gotten the pictures at that point, so you could have. Yeah, and honestly, mm-hmm. you probably would have been a little cooler right now. It's true. Okay, can, so, I, say, can yeah. I tell you a little more about the pumpkin? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're one of the most one of the oldest domesticated plants and have been used as early as 750, sorry, 7500 to 5000 BC. That's crazy, right? That is. Blah 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 blah, pumpkin pie. Okay, okay, okay. It's good for the Canada BC and the United as in, in terms of, yep. before calabaza. Uh yeah. <laughs> yep. BC before calabaza. <laughs> so, delicious. Delicious. Uh and I, honestly, I think that the drink and and the pumpkin kind mm-hmm. of pair nicely. Yeah. yeah. Who would have known pineapple and pumpkin? I think we've been over it before. It's like, it's a vegetal smokiness, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It, it's not smoky yeah. barrel oakiness. It's like, it smells like you mm-hmm. took a vegetable and then you started smoking it and you couldn't keep it lit. So, so. this mezcal, this illegal mezcal that I got is, is unaged. So this yeah. is basically for mixing. Like they make a lower unaged version that's better for mixing. The next one up is four months. And then the like super nice one is aged 13 months. So ours was Which, recently smuggled? Yeah, just recently smuggled. It says smuggled on. No, I'm just kidding. Still smells like the duffel bag. <laughs> yeah, and the gas can. Ours wasn't in a gas they don't, can? Uh, yeah. Dang yeah. it. <laughs> uh, that's That one's actually a little more expensive, depending on the price of gas. Actually, it would probably be cheaper right now. Gas is pretty cheap. We're listening to this like 30 years later, and they're like, man, remember gas was really cheap? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the fluctuation of gas. That's our other podcast. Yeah, it's me trying egg-based food. <laughs> so, getting back to the the season, 
Yes, the reason for the season. Uh, are you talking about Day of the Dead? Yeah, maybe we should talk a little bit about that. I think we should talk yes. a lot of it about it. Yeah, so last year we did a Halloween episode. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's Halloween here in America, but it's also Day of the Dead. And we kind of wanted to do something different since we did a lot of Halloween stuff last year. So Day of the Dead, or Dia de los Muertos, celebrates the passing of close family and friends and the return of the departed to the earth. I think a lot of people, when they hear, like, Day of the Dead, they think people are celebrating death, like itself. But it's more honoring people that have died Remembering their lives. Uh, it's more of a happy celebration. Yeah, it's a yeah. happy celebration. Visiting their graves. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, visiting their graves. They they pull out. So they do. They, they make these like little altars that mm-hmm. commemorate the, the dead. The ofrenda. Yeah. Uh, do you what? want to tell us What's about it called? It? <laughs> the, o- the ofrenda. Oh yeah, the offering. Go. No, you you that put out it? your loved ones' pictures and then you put out foods that they like to eat while they were alive. Yeah. Kind of to honor them. Um, and I think sometimes they bring like. Mementos of their life. So, and uh, let's see, Catholicism and uh, colonialism kind of muddies everything. <laughs> so, Dia de los Muertos is a Mexican tradition, and I'm just reading now, but pe- people are kind of divided on, on whether it's something that predates uh, colonialism or is kind of maybe broader developed with colonialism. Mm-hmm. But, um, Either way, it's it's its own thing, and it's in Mexico, and it is adopted other places worldwide. But yeah, it's I don't know, like what would you guys have if someone were celebrating your life? I'm ready, Katie. Let me pose the question <laughs> to you. Say Justin and I we're chilling out. We're like, oh my gosh, what time is it? And I'm looking at my watch, and I'm like, not only what time is it? It's Dia de los Muertos. What would you like for us to bring to your grave to celebrate your life in terms of food, music, uh, other thing? Like I what's see. what's like your what's your like ofrenda uh, setup setup like what do you got you know what I mean I, one I understand that I've died first between all of us so that's okay um, <laughs> wait what in this situation <laughs> in this scenario mm, makes sense uh, okay it makes sense what? it was a blaze of glory I imagine yeah we're like we're we're still obviously we're heartbroken mm. but but you're here but because it's you know it's more celebratory you're gonna celebrate the chaotic energy that brought yeah. me to my doom. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. Work through the pain. Katie had a lot of energy today. <laughs> I did. <laughs> she, uh, uh, on, she's on drugs. <laughs> vitamin D oil, to be precise. <laughs> OD, huh? She came yeah, in, like, bouncing off the walls. And I'm like, when did you take that? And she's like, this morning. <laughs> you know, I didn't really, be- I didn't listen for a while. And the doctor was like, you should probably be taking vitamin D and a whole bunch of other things. And I was like, ah, you don't I'm, know. I'm and just then I took of, it and it was like, pew. I'm kind of just cliffing it right into... Sort of winter crippling depression. Yep. Yeah, that's what does it. <laughs> yeah. So we're getting a head start on that one. Anyway, so we're so bringing yeah. vitamin D oil to... Yes, that'll be there. We're bringing that there? Okay. I mean, I might hey, bring it's your, back it's from your the ofrenda. You know, what? Just sprinkle a little vitamin D oil on her. And she's like... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. It's the day I'm, of the living. And obviously we're terrified. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we like stab her and... <laughs> And then we're like, why, why'd you do that? Like, <laughs> I was so scared. It was only right. All right. So what? Mm-hmm. So vitamin D oil, right? Yep. All right. What else? Um, Maybe chicken wing dip. Just the dip? Chicken okay. wing dip. And chips. And salt and vinegar. Potato chips. Yep. Really? With Those a, are your three things? With Ariana, Ariana Grande, Grande playing softly yeah. in the background. <laughs> that's, uh. that's it, huh? Yes. Why? Why softly in the background? Just you know, a little hint. Or, okay. A little okay. something, something. Now, is that is that just for your own purposes, or as like respect for other graves? Well, if I'm coming back to visit, I would like her to be playing just softly. Just yeah. softly. Okay. 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 
Justin? In I, that scenario, Katie was like faking her death and she's peeking out behind some, bol- <laughs> uh, some yes. boulder to see if we got it right. <laughs> they did a wonderful job. <laughs> I'm raising a glass from the bushes. Oh. Is that Katie over there? <laughs> oh, gotta go. Justin, I pose the question to you. To me? What would be in mine? Yes, of course. A bowl of chicken wings. Mm-hmm. Maybe a, a national album. And a cold... Warm scotch. A cold warm scotch. <laughs> I scotch? didn't know how to yeah, that you like good. it. That's yeah. it? Maybe like a cup of water from the sea. Why? <laughs> Border I hope in this scenario <laughs> when I died, I was dropped into the sea because that's kind of what I, what I want. So do you think it would be kind of a weirder situation, like a, a harsh reminder of your death if we brought a cup of salt, like seawater? Well, I just like the sea. You know, dying in the sea might change your opinion about like. No, I want to die and then be thrown in the sea. Oh, yeah. that's mm-hmm. way different. Yeah. Okay, yeah. We'll send you. If off. I died at sea, that'd be kind of crazy. I was probably living some sort of fantasy of mine. That's a fantasy, huh? <laughs> if I was like, <laughs> remember when we talked about tall ships? Maybe I was out on one and I climbed the rigging and I fell in and. What's that? <laughs> like at least he died at sea, like a, a good sailor. Instead of like must love dogs, it's must like tall ships. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, what would be yours? I'm a tall ship man. <laughs> uh, what would be mine? Um, oh, let's go with some sort of smoked meat. Oh, yeah. Just uh, your smoker. <laughs> just the smoker. No, 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 no. Like, I mean, so if, if there's like an activity, right? Because like a lot of times with like Dia de los Muertos, it's like people yeah. are kind of hanging. Like you, mm-hmm. you're getting a blanket out, right? You're hanging out. I can them. imagine you mm-hmm. with like some pork shoulder, smoked pork shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the person better know what they're doing. Yeah. Okay, you, you come out of your grave. You didn't do it right. Yeah. Don't take the meat off now. It's just the stall. <laughs> you're like some blue hologram, like Star Wars, and you're yeah. like even stronger in death. You know? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so some smoked meat. Smoked meat. Um, music. Maybe like something. John whatever. Bunch playing in the background or something. John Bunch or Elliot Smith or John Prine. What if you died during your disco kick? Mm. We would probably all so think I go, we should play I, I go, disco. Well, I go through waves, though, too, mm. right? So you're not saying, like you're not sea. damning me, right? Like, I'm not like, you're not like, what if you died now? Could, like, you could go through a disco phase at 87 yeah. and a half. And then a drink that would be fitting, so it'd be Dia de los Muertos, so it'd have to be in October, so depending on, like, how warm the day is. <laughs> some seasonal drink. Yeah. If we drank some off-season this drink. This is about my day, Justin. <laughs> Andy is past, Don't, not you. <laughs> Don't libation shame me on <laughs> Libation shame. <laughs> so that's kind of what I would have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it says, uh, you know, they prepare the altars. It's one of the most sacred customs. Mm-hmm. Yep. They decorate it with things that the person loved during their life. And food is a crucial component of the altar specifically. And Day of the Dead as a whole. Mm-hmm. Snack down. Because Day of the Dead is about celebrating, not mourning. Food is part of the event the way it would be for a party or a reunion. Altars mm-hmm. are filled with things that are, the deceased enjoyed in life. Since food is a pillar of Mexican culture, it's no surprise uh, so many different meals and treats end up there. Do you want to take a break and get out a couple traditional foods with Dia de los Dia de, de, de los Muertos? <laughs> Dia de los, Dia de los Muertos. Muertos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's take a break and uh, get some more treats. We're going to take uh, a couple Spanish one-on-one courses. and yeah. We'll be back fluent. We'll be back in a fluent. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
And we're back. Happy Dia de los Muertos. I think it's like a lot. You think muertos. it's happy or merry or is it just like? Uh, yeah, it's it's happy, right? Yeah. So we have a warm drink here called atole. Is that how you say it? Yeah, which is um, Spanish for oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> And it smells like a... No, it's not Spanish for oatmeal. No, it, it smells like a... It does kind of smell like Sweet oatmeal. cream of wheat. Yeah, it really does. So let's take a sip of it just okay. to see how it is. Okay. Whoa. Tastes like oatmeal. Yeah. She thick. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> two C's. Thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. <laughs> I, I, I thought it'd be funny to like do like a atole mustache, but it's too hot <laughs> for that. It'll yeah. Burn. Esophageal burn. Yeah. That's, you yep. getting that? That's not the gasoline from the illegal... This uses hasa marina, which is a corn flour, a type yeah. of corn flour. Yeah. And then you put in a little bit of water and milk. You put in some pilancillo and some cinnamon. And it's got some vanilla extract in there. And it's good. Mm-hmm. I want to dip it with mm-hmm. something. Can we dip? When I dip, it keeps making dip, hard dip. shelves. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's dip. <laughs> We're just I doing put like... my hand up on my hip. Yes. <laughs> I remember that from like a late 90s block party in my neighborhood that song kept playing mm. so this is yeasty orangey pan de muerto that my wife made mm-hmm. so it looks really good I'm, I'm gonna do like a little uh pre-dip taste i dipped already i know no no that's fine don't be a dip <laughs> oh my gosh this is pro-grade shit that's really good <laughs> did she make it like the traditional way what oh. do you mean she looked at a recipe and it said mm. traditional way Mm. I think so. Because you know some people put their own little twist on things? Mm. She didn't speak English for like four hours. Does that count? <laughs> Actually, I don't think she spoke for four So, the most universal Day of the Dead item is pan de muerto, mm-hmm. or bread of the dead. Or dead bread. It's found all over the country. <laughs> <laughs> In recent years, its popularity has led it to be actually available throughout all of fall. Mm. And you can actually, now people top it with Nutella and whipped cream. But uh, the preferred recipe incorporates orange blossom water. Uh, she did orange juice and orange, orange zest. Mm-hmm. You can actually see, if if you're looking at a cross section of the bread, you can see some of the orange zest. Ah, uh, yes. Floating around in there, like little specks. Yeah, but... Uh, this is delicious. Just burnt my throat. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's real... Drinking uh, hot oatmeal is... You're burn. like, you're doing a real Goldilocks there. Yeah. <laughs> so the way she, that she did it was... She did kind of like a standard bread making sort mm-hmm. of thing, and then she punched it down and then let it uh, let it rise up again after she formed the ball in the center, and then what's supposed to be sort of the bones on the. I mean, to me, it looks like like your traditional uh, pan de muerto. It looks like kind of um, it looks like a big spider kind of on top, mm-hmm. yeah. but I think the ball is supposed to represent life, and then the kind of what looks like to me is spider legs looks is uh, supposed to represent like bones. So yeah, that. it says. On Wikipedia, to sweeten soft bread shaped like a bun, often decorated with bone shaped phalange pieces. Phalange. So mm-hmm. that's what you're talking about. Pende Muerto is eaten on Dia de Muertos at the gravesite, or alternatively, as a tribute called an ofrenda, which is what mm-hmm. we were talking about. The offering, yep. In some regions, it's eaten for months before the official celebration. In Awaka, Pende Muerto is the same bread that is usually baked with the addition of decorations. As part of the celebration, loved ones eat pan de muerto as well as the relative's favorite food. So mm-hmm. this is like one of the most classic Dia de los Muertos foods. Because there's, there's a bunch of foods that people eat on this day, but I think almost everyone eats pan de muerto. And you can top it with like, I, I think I saw people like topping it with, like you said, 
Nutella or whipped cream, whipped cream, confectioner sugar, you know, brown sugar, or or it's like cinnamon sugar. Kalen did a like the glaze, kind of like the orange mm-hmm. um, based glaze. It's like it was the glaze. It was the same glaze that you used for um, the candied pumpkin. So she was like, "Why don't you just like take a couple spoonfuls of the of that glaze and then just add it to it?" And then I just I just dumped a little uh, granulated sugar on there. So so some classic recipes also include the addition of anise seeds. The recipe that she used called for anise seeds. We couldn't find any, so we did an anise extract. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So bread of the dead usually has skulls or crossbones engraved on it. It is believed that the spirits do not eat but absorb its essence along with water at their ofrenda after their long journey back to earth so it's got a lot of tradition in cuisine and in their culture mm-hmm. so i couldn't find much on these sort of other breads that we got i will admit they're just kind of celebratory breads so there's a there's a um, mexican store called rincon hispano and that's in Cortland, and that was the closest i have i could come to a mexican grocery store in the syracuse area which is insane because I grew up in Maryland, and I feel like there were a ton of Mexican and Latin American markets available in the Maryland area. You know, you find a bunch of Polish markets, or Bosnian markets, or German markets, or Irish markets. That's just kind of potatoes, isn't it? That's potatoes. It's a bunch of potatoes. Katie's Irish. Bangers and mash. Me too. Are you Irish? <laughs> no. What? Come I on. I'm like really English, with a little bit of German. Let's do a 23andMe for snack down. <laughs> right? So Atole is a non-alcoholic corn-based drink. I tried to take a sip and I couldn't because of the the layer, man. Yeah, so the, the Atole keeps reforming a hat. Of, <laughs> it's not a hat. It's <laughs> like thick. A solid um, layer. It's like a pudding top it's only. keeping it the heat to, in. It's wearing its winter nylons. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's a non-alcoholic corn-based drink commonly used for dunking pandemorto. It's made from masa harina, which is the corn flour, and has roots dating all the way back to the Aztecs, which is kind of crazy. Wow. It's technically porridge, but it's consumed as a beverage and is popular after dinner or breakfast. Porridge. Since it's sweetened with cinnamon, brown sugar, and sometimes chocolate to make it a champurado, it is perfect beverage for the winter months ahead. Definitely no chocolate. After a long day of eating and celebrating <sighs> the beauty of life, the poignancy of death, a warm cup of atole is an ideal nightcap. It's pretty good. Yeah, that would mm-hmm. knock me out. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm falling asleep right now. This is the latest we've ever done snack down. It's getting pretty late. Would you all like this weird cookie? Yeah. So do you know what this is? No. <laughs> it's not a cookie. It's definitely still bread. Oh, let's talk about... So real quick, we have some calavares here. So these are uh, these skeletons made out of sugar. Oh, yeah. We don't have like the candy size. Andy got some big ones, and they're not really for eating. Therefore, they're like decorative icing sugar type things they didn't have any candy size there yeah. yeah and so people would make these skulls they're originally an offering to the god of the underworld mm-hmm. in mesoamerican times wow. and they all are like super colorful they made it still out of sugar like they would just mm-hmm. wow that's crazy that, that's they're called also called sugar skulls they're molded from a sugar paste like pandemorto and are carved into unique shapes and adorned with bold colors i think the colors all mean something different i want to try this cookie it's not a cookie, it's bread. No. <laughs> I was expecting that topping to be much sweeter. Sweet. Right. I haven't even taken a bite yet, but right away it's very yeasty smelling. Mm-hmm. Not sweet so at the, all. So the pandemorto is also yeasty. So it kind of has like a similar base flavor. Obviously the one that Kalen made is fresher. It tastes like 
like what, what? What would you say it is on top? It's like almost so like I, it would be a frosting. I ate just it's the. Very green. I just ate the frosting. Yeah, it's like flour that's sweeter. Yeah, it really threw me off. I think it's pretty good though, actually. I was expecting, yeah, but but when you're expecting like sugar and you're mostly just like getting flour. Imagine expecting a cookie and eating bread. Mm. Kind of tastes <laughs> like pancake batter. Imagine it, <laughs> <I'm just laughs> licking Katie's the licking the bread. <laughs> it's very subtle. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's so hot. So I'm still in costume, <laughs> and I'm drinking a hot drink now. I took my antlers off, so I'm clearly yeah, a little bit like, cooler or yeah. something. I went. Andy from... com- completely took off his. <laughs> Katie's like halfway. <laughs> I went from winter serial killer to I'm in capris, right? To like mm-hmm. a neutral milk hotel. Spring fan. hipster. To a, a spring hipster? Nice. And Justin, what did you say? Neutral Milk Hotel fan. Uh, I feel like I'd have to be a little more grungy for that. Put on my Doc Martens. Okay. So I don't know if I told this. You're talking <laughs> about him look. looking at like a spring hipster? Spring at, hipster. At once, at work. Yeah. I tell us okay. on the pod? I can't remember. No. I was wor- I was at work and two guys that I work with walked out to me and they were like talking about something and they're like, they stopped and they're like, you have the exact rustic hipster look we're going for. <laughs> I'm what? like, what? Oh. And so then I had to do this ad in this kitchen where I was, like, cutting potatoes. <laughs> like, that day? Like I think it was the, the next day, but they were like... They're like, can you just wear that tomorrow? Can you do laundry tonight? <laughs> You're like, no? They're like, Fine. I think I had, like, a flannel and I had a beard on and... You had a beard on? Yeah, I brought it to work that day. <laughs> You're like, I didn't pay for the babysitter. But I was like, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. How do I feel about that? Yeah, Being yeah. a ru- rustic hipster. Yeah, you're like, you're like, guys, I kind of feel shitty that you sort of pigeonholed me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a little more dynamic than that. <laughs> it's just that day, man. It's just that day. Are there mice in here? It's my chair. For some reason, it's really squeaky today. Do you think we can hear it on the mic? So I am glad. So I have pretty, like, party neighbors sometimes. They're pretty party neighbors? They're, <laughs> they're like, party-ish. They're so, over there partying. You're yeah. like on the weekend. That's nice. Since fall, they haven't really, but during like all summer, you know, they'll be loud until like two a.m. So I was thinking, are they recording... woo girls? No, woo, woo. girls. Yeah, were they like, <laughs> but I was thinking, woo. like at a party. I was thinking recording late would be an issue, but it's not. But two weeks ago, I swear my upstairs neighbors were having sack races because it was just like fast. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like when you get in a burlap sack and you hop. Oh, no, I know. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's a different name for it, though. <laughs> no? Yeah. It's a sack race. Did it sound like an actual sack race? Like, it was did. it? Like, there's, there's Fast, nothing... loud, g for like 20 minutes. <laughs> Justin, I think they were I can doing... think of other activities. <laughs> no, it was like running back and forth. <laughs> You're like, I think they were wrestling. <laughs> sack race. <laughs> sack race a sack race or gunny sack race is a competitive game in which participants place both of their legs inside of sack <laughs> true okay sounds painful the, the sack reaches their waist or neck wow that's a big sack and hop forward how, from the starting point towards the finish line the fastest 100 meter sack race 26 seconds it's pretty fast mm. for being in a sack. Yeah. Okay. So that was good. So how did Kaylin? Uh, does this bread go in the oven? Yeah, it goes in the oven. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she proofed it for I think an hour or so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of really let it rise, 
And then, uh, yeah, it went in the oven for, I think, 40 minutes. And then we uh, let it cool for about 30 minutes or however long it takes to get to your place. Uh, added the glaze, added a little granulated sugar, and then bam. It's delicious. I think it's worth making again. That's really good. Yeah, it is mm-hmm. good. I like seeing, this is like so silly, but I, when when I like cut a loaf of bread open, especially like homemade bread, I like kind of seeing like the swirls of like the grain of the mm-hmm. of the bread. Is that kind of a weird thing or is that sort of normal? No. A lot of people do that, evaluate that. Mm-hmm. You guys have a favorite type of bread? Do I have a favorite type of bread? Yes. Yeah. Ready? Let's all say it at the count of three. One, two, three. A ten- Sourdough. Sourdough. <gasps> Hell yeah. All right. Sourdough gang over here. What did you say? Italian of- bread? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Wonder bread. <laughs> you just go, sandwich bread. <laughs> With a full of sauce. <laughs> yeah, sourdough. Uh, Justin, do you like sourdough bread? Yeah, I do. I haven't okay. had a lot of it, though. Oh, okay. Pumpernickel's good. Pumpernickel's great. Rye. Rye is amazing. Mm-hmm. Rye is amazing. Of course. But if I'm just going to like eat, just like just bite in and just eat bread, just Italian, like a fresh loaf of Italian bread is like delicious. I can agree with it. it for me, it's got to be like really warm Italian Yeah, bread. like warm. Like, here you go. And, and, and you're just like, like, you don't have to say it like that, Phil. And the guy's just like, oh, sorry. When I worked, when I worked at like as a bag boy slash cart boy, uh, cart man, actually. <laughs> Let me let me just reinvent myself here. Anyway, so on my 15-minute break, I would buy a loaf of bread, of, of Italian bread, like hot Italian bread, and I would try to see if I could eat it within my 15-minute break. The entire loaf of bread? Yes. Did you ever accomplish it? Yes. <laughs> more than once. Many more than <laughs> once. That's why I have type 2 diabetes now. So once on my break at the dollar store. Did you work at the dollar store? Yeah, I did. Okay. I worked there with Joel, too. Biggest farce, though. Not everything's a dollar. No, the one that I worked at, it was. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There's lots of dollar store stories, but... Dollar stories? What I'm on the break stories right story. now. <laughs> Can we kind of do like a... Ching. Is that a thing now? Well, there's a lot of them. Yeah, so I think we need, it needs... A, yeah, and, and it's, I love that, Katie. Yeah. Can we do like that? Like a cash register? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here we go. So one, we're talking about on a break and trying to get something done Yeah. during a break. I went in to sit at break, and there was like a padlock somewhere in there. And it was like open, unlocked. So I was just like messing with it. And then I accidentally locked it. And I'm like, shoot, I don't even know if like whose this is or if anyone has a key or why this exists. Uh-huh. And so my entire break was using a paperclip <laughs> to pick the lock. Did you pick it? I picked it. Wow. By the end of my break, I'd picked it, and I was so proud of myself. How in the hell did you know how to pick a lock? <laughs> so. <laughs> did you Google it? Was no, before... but back, rewind life another 10 years, maybe maybe less than that. Back? Yeah. So okay. then when we and my brother were younger, uh-huh. we used to, my mom had boarded horses. And so we would go with her to the barn because we were too young to like stay at home or whatever. So we'd just mm-hmm. get into lots of trouble at the barn because mm-hmm. she'd be off riding and we'd just be exploring. Mm-hmm. But we picked someone's like locker one of the, like the horse riders lockers <laughs> oh my gosh and then it's one of those things that you're curious to do and yeah. you do it and you're like holy shit we just did it what are we doing we didn't even like look in it i don't think we were just like you like yeah. probably immediately closed but i i at that moment when i locked it at the dollar store i'm like i've done this before i can do it again <laughs> uh that's insane <laughs> you you didn't like consult anything you're just kind of like no, yeah you bend the paper clip, you need two ends, and you need to hit, like, two certain spots. In was the... it a cheap padlock? I don't know. The standard? 
Maybe, yeah. Was it bought at the dollar store? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, that might have some influence on it. I'm a master lock man. I feel like I'm eating, like, Por- part of a rug here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, as it cools, yeah. the atole gets thicker and thicker. Mm. It's good, though. I like it. So what was your guys' favorite? For drinks, it's got to be the mezcal drink. Mm-hmm. The mezcal pineapple sour. That was delicious. If this were a breakfast episode... Probably still say mezcal. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is good, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Like, if I was going for cocktails, obviously I'm not going to get a, a chole, but I think the setting <laughs> would be right. We're all just, like, chilling out of the speakeasy. Jazz music's playing. Can we do that again? Ah, there it is. Yeah, play another one. Something rather. I don't know. I'm not really, I'm really socially awkward at places like this. Okay. They're, they're tip, tip-tapping on the piano keys, and I ask for an oatmeal. <laughs> it doesn't happen. Ca- no. Right. But if I was in like a lodge, I was snowed in. Oh, yeah. Mm, Put a little whiskey in that too, right? There's a lot of milk in here. I think that would... Hmm? Some spiced rum. Curdle? Would it curdle? You want to drink curdled porridge? That sounds like a British meal. (laughs) I mean, right? True. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, curdled porridge is good. No, I curdled shit, porridge. I can't dip your scone in it. What's that? My favorite Sunday breakfast. Yeah, curdled porridge and mm-hmm. blood sausage. Like some dumb shit like that. Mm. I do like that <laughs> weird, whatever that frosting was on that bread that we bought. I don't really this? like it. I like it. The flour frosting. Yeah, that like flowery frosting. Nah. Um. <laughs> you can, I think there's some left, Justin. Yeah, I was picking you can it take my it. plate. That was your favorite? No, I was just... I was yeah, just out of like all of this? Out of all of it, that was your... No, the the pumpkin was amazing. Mm-hmm. I think it uh, was yes. better than pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. They had to simmer for like an hour, didn't it? At least. Yeah, like an hour and a half. Um. Yeah, at least an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, um, like you do like acorn squash or whatever, and that takes quite a long time too. I feel like, what you know, especially with acorn squash, like you're like, oh, yeah, uh, we'll do that. Uh, when am I getting the rest of dinner ready? Okay, blah, 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 blah. Like, thank goodness acorn squash has, like, a desserty sort of flavor to it because I'll put it in, like, with the thought that it's going to go with the rest of the meal. And it always takes, like, a full half hour to 45 minutes longer than I, like, think it's going to be. I mean, and when I cook, too, like, I cook painfully slow. Mm-hmm. Like, anytime I'm doing, like, smoked, you know, anything, I pretty much have to add, like, another hour and 45 minutes to whatever I'm doing. Yeah. So My prep time is super, super long. Yeah. Because a lot of recipes are, like... While this is doing this, mm-hmm. cut up these vegetables into this. <laughs> and, and while and this is doing this. And you just like this, put everything on. You're like, well, got that on there. Gonna I wait, go gonna through, wait 15 minutes. Pause. I go through and basically all the during this and this and this. Mm-hmm. I get that all prepped before. Oh, oh, oh okay, okay. So I my see. prep time is a lot bigger because I hate the stress of I have to get this prepped by the time this boils. <laughs> you just keep shouting the, behind you and like you're <laughs> yeah. the only one in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Behind you. Behind it stresses <laughs> me out so much to have like doing three things at once. Mm-hmm. So I just do everything I can beforehand so that then I can just like wait and then just do it. Yeah. And they're like, ten, it's 10 minutes and you have to prep all this stuff like during during within those 10 minutes. You're like, bullshit, I'm going to take 45. Exactly. Yeah, I got you. I hear you and I agree. Well, I think we learned a lot today kind in of. terms of accents, <laughs> in, in terms, terms of, of pronunciation. How bad we are pronouncing, pronouncing? About- pronouncing English. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not only other languages, but our own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean... Great food. Katie, you read a little bit of the article that we... Did we forget anything? Hmm? If you want to talk more about the little sugar skulls. My mom used to call me sugar skulls. <laughs> what are they called? Hey there, little sugar skulls. <laughs> I was like, me? <laughs> Mommy loves me. 
So going back to the Calavera, the skulls. Yes. The Calaveras are also made for Roman Catholic holiday All Souls Day. What? They're made... F- well, okay. They're made for bone. So... It says they're made for the Mexican celebration of Day of the Dead and the Roman Catholic holiday of All Souls Day. Do you know when All Souls Day is? When? November 2nd. Oh, nice. So right after. Yes. It's like the day after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Traditional methods... Of, for producing calaveras have been used since the 1630s. Skulls are either created for children or as offerings to be placed on the altars, which has roots in Aztec, Mayan, and Toltec cultural celebration Day of the Dead. So Dia de los Muertos is October 31st and November 1st, and then All Souls Day is November 2nd. Mm-hmm. But also in, in Catholic tradition, All Saints Day is November 1st, hmm. and then All Souls Day. So like all the saints are like, okay, we get to go first. And all the rest of the souls are like, is it our turn yet? And the saints are like, yes, Red Rover, Red Rover sends the rest of you on over, peasants. And they just kind of like make kind of rude remarks to them. <laughs> so small, small sugar skulls are represented, uh, represent children that have died. What's that? You kind of do have to I chew I have to that. chew mine now. I've I'm kind of doing a Kentucky long. or a Mexican chew, right? So, small sugar skulls represent children that have died, mm. and large sugar skulls are adults. So, we've got three adult. Interesting. Did you guys ever get the skeleton candies out of the gumball machines? The bones ones? The bones, yeah. And you you'd could get put them like, together? And hopefully you'd get a whole skeleton. And it was almost like an archaeological dig, where you're just like, I don't know what happened to this one. Mm-hmm. I think they buried the guy, and then like some dogs got to him or something. <laughs> I had a foot, but my sister ate it. Yeah. Sister ate it because they buried her with me sacrificially. Disgusting. So I was just reading about the face painting because you always see the like yeah, yeah, face yeah, painting. Yeah. So it's yeah. this face painting, sometimes known as sugar skull makeup or Katrina makeup. Face painting a skull with ornate elements is a popular element of Day of the Dead celebrations in Mexico. It is used as a Halloween costume. It's used as a Halloween costume has been criticized as cultural appropriation. Oh, yeah. For sure, one hundred percent. That is kind of at the why at the beginning too. I did want to split these two celebrations mm-hmm. yeah. because while we are dressing up like cereal box killers and Donnie Darko <laughs> and a deer and a deer, you know, we we, we did want to kind of still split these. Yeah. So well, well, well. <laughs> thanks for joining, Katie. You're welcome, Justin. <sighs> this isn't the best year for. Aren't you going to say thanks for joining, Andy? <laughs> You're always here. Oh. Uh, except for the 15 seconds during, uh, New Year's. It's true. Perfect. Happy Yes Day Los Muertos. <laughs> nice. And remember, the people have died. I have a couple friends. Yeah. You said you have a couple friends that have died? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, you know, remember, remember your loved ones and thank you to, uh, Rincon España. And, uh, she kind of, she helped me out. And actually, at first she thought that I was a teacher because, you know, goofy ass Tall white dude just kind of like walking in and being like, hola, uh, do you think you could uh, help me out with some um, comidas um, for... And I'm like checking my book. I'm like, Dias de los Miertos. Were you wearing your like checkered jacket with the elbow pads and like a yeah. pipe? Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah some yeah. sort of professor. No, I wasn't a professor. I'm just kind of like a, you know, kind of like a, a, first like a high, year. high school. A first year. Middle school or middle school teacher. Yeah. yeah. But uh, she helped me out. It was pretty cool. Yeah. So if you're in Cortland... <laughs> And you want some pan de muerto. Then you can get it for now, but probably not uh, once That's this true. episode is out until yeah. next year. <laughs> <laughs> but they do have a, a lot of other Mexican specialties. So. Cool. Well. Nice. <laughs> it was a real winner there. 
Excellent. I think we're all like giddy at this point. Yeah, we're punchy. It's after midnight. We're going to let it all hang out. But it's after midnight. You can say this this episode spanned across two days. It's true. Whoa, that's cool. We've been recording for two days. Just like Dias de los Muertos. It's true. Awesome. Fitting. That's very cool. It's very fitting. Yeah. Thanks for listening today. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you can find this episode and others like it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, and a bunch of other places. And you can go to our website at www.snackdownpod.com. You can support us on patreon.com slash snackdown. And you can give us a call at 315-313-5456 and leave us a voicemail. Say hi. Just say hi. Yeah. Don't tell us who you are. <laughs> no. Let us guess. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. And until next time, snack you you later. Bye. 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 A big corner for Katie. Thank you. A weird slice of roni for me, and a little nubby for me. A big honker for Justin. Big boy.